This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another show, another episode of our preview series, showing which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture with the help of some of our members from the Discord server. And without further ado, let me introduce you to them. First of all, we've got Jared. How you doing there, mate? Are you well? Doing good. Glad to be back. How are you? Yeah, very well. I say very good. I'm not. I'm, I'll be very honest. I know that people in the chat box keep moaning at me, moaning about my own cold, but I can't stop moaning about it because I'm sick of it. I'm yeah, absolutely I'm sick of it. It should. I mean, maybe it's just a curse from doing 8 a.m. shows every single day. That that must be what it is. Um, let's bring in our next guest, Lewis. How you doing, mate? Are you well? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, Tom? Cold notwithstanding. Yes, of course. Besides that, we're all good. Um, we are going to be joined by Pablo uh, shortly. Um, he is on his way back from work, the dedicated man that he is. So you'll see Pablo on your screens very soon. But in his stead, uh, we will discuss the game. Jared, how nervous are you on a scale of one to ten about now? I'd say a four or a five. Not, Ooh, not overly confidence. nervous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm always excited for, for the big games against the other big teams. But in, in general, we've handled... Manchester United better than any of the other big squads. I don't think we've lost a league game against them since 2018. Lost goes six back away. games are unbeaten, I think, in the league. Yeah, yeah, and Arteta, I think, is not lost in three and is yet to concede a goal against them. So if there's any team in that upper crust that we should be confident against, I think it's them. And also, we've avoided the new manager bounce, it sounds like. Ragnick won't be in. So mm. I think we got a lot of things going our way for an away game. And, you know, the kind of the pressure's on them because sitting five points clear, if they go eight points back to us headed into December, you know, they're putting themselves up against it pretty early in the season. So I feel like the pressure is more on them and that gives us a chance to go in, play our game and, and hopefully get a result. Lewis, are you as equally kind of chill and calm about this game or is there more nerves? Uh, oh, uh, probably a bit more nerves. I also, I think I'm slightly a victim of watching the Invincible documentary only yesterday and mm-hmm. all those feelings of, thing about United is it's still Old Trafford and uh, to, just to say Jared you know if we're talking about um, uh, who was the better manager out of Lamps Oli and Arteta well Oli never 
managed to, I think, even get a point out of Arteta. Certainly never lost to him. So, you know, that is something that's kind of interesting. So it's a shame that he can't, he doesn't have the opportunity to extend that run. But no, I'm a bit nervous, as I think possibly you might see with um, with my lineup. I'm <laughs> weirdly conservative, but I think it's more mm. expressive than people may give it at first glance. Yeah, we will be getting on to those lineups very soon, and I look forward to, to hearing your explanation. Uh, good evening to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're doing well. Uh, thank you, Social. As Social says, please make sure to drop a like on the show. And, of course, to give our fantastic guests a follow on their socials as well. Uh, what's up, Keegan? Good to have you in the chat. Jack Sparrow, yes, this is indeed my channel. Thank you so much for finding it. Uh, evening, Chris. we got Vinny, who's just ended his membership. Can't believe this. Unbelievable. Look at that. He's not a member anymore. Unbelievable. He does say it's weird. I love that the other members are picking up. Well, what the hell, Vinny? What, what are you ending your membership for, son? <laughs> uh, payment failed. Oh, I mean, dearie me, Vinny. Something must be going wrong there. Dearie me. We, we Hopefully we can sort you something out, Vinny. So don't you worry. Uh, good evening to Tom. Mo. we've got Fraser. When does Jared sleep? Good to see you and Tom. I mean, you did join, of course, Sophie with Owen on the hybrid squad. Was that fun? Did you enjoy it? It was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I was like chatting with Sophie the the few times we've got to do it. It's kind of few and far between, but it, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a good one. If you missed it, watch back. It it was a good conversation. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier, but I was like a proud father seeing my uh, my podcast children go off into the world and uh, explore other podcasts. It's great, and uh, yeah, it was it was all good until Owen replied with a gift that just said "Papa," which I was like, "Yeah, you've made it weird now." So. <laughs> We'll never do that again. Um, but thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Do make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe if you are new. Pablo should be along very soon, Navar. Don't you worry. He's going to be here. He's getting. He's going to be back by 34. It's 37. So he should be almost on the cusp of joining us. Jared, there's a big few decisions that Mikel Arteta has got to make in this game. We'll go on to the lineups in a second. But from a tactical standpoint, some people feel that this is a game that Arsenal can really go for United. Do you see it that way? Or do you think we need to be a little bit more wary compared to, say, how we were against Liverpool that cost us four very obvious goals? Yeah, well, <laughs> lucky for us, United and Liverpool, there's right now a pretty wide chasm between the level and quality of those two teams. But but I think it's a mix of you know, sort of selective aggression. You you can't go all guns blazing and, you know, let them hit you on the counter. We saw them get, you know, pr pretty fortunate against Chelsea over the weekend with Jorginho absolutely having a howler. But they're a tough team. And when you look at their front line, when you've got Ronaldo, Rashford, Sancho, who's kind of hitting his form and Fernandez behind, that that's a dangerous Champions League look. Champions League level attack. Trampoline. So, yeah, easy for me to say. Uh, so there's a lot of concern. You can't go too aggressive with them, but I, I think it's a game where we should set up to try and control more of the ball and, and take advantage of our opportunities when they're there without stretching ourselves a little too much at times, uh, which I think we've tended to do in the past. But uh, going into this one, it's one of the few times over the last year, you know, we can say our defense is, is solid. They've looked very good. So that, that gives me an extra level of confidence that, you know, if we don't play perfectly up front, we're still going to be in the game because the defense will be there to kind of support us pretty well. Lewis, when it comes to this victory, Man United are a side that you would look at and say that they're probably the most likely rival for that top four place this season. I know that West Ham are obviously looking very good and you, there's a strong argument for them to, to also be up there, but the squad depth and quality and the, the, how much they've spent 
just on paper leads you to believe that they would be the biggest challengers for that fourth spot. And now with Ranić coming in for the last six months as well. Do you think there's an element of it's more important not to lose this game than there is to win this game? Oh, 100%. 100%. Like we, we, we still retain a really healthy position by keeping them at bay. Um, but every point against our rivals is really key. Um, I think at the start of the season, they were based on the Ronaldo signing and the Sancho signing and the Varane signing. We They were like, oh, we could challenge for the title. And I think everyone with a brain could say, well, look, the other three are way ahead. But if you put a good run together, maybe you're in a shout. Mm. They've had a terrible run, but they start, you know, Ollie's no longer at the wheel and they're going to put a run together. You don't want to see the Renaissance start against us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't disagree with you. I, I think that it's, look, a, a draw is, it really kind of faults them in a way. And I think they'll be going into this game knowing that it's a bit of a must win for them. Uh, it's not as much a must win for us. And the, the pressure will definitely be on them. But the thing is, Jared, is that Old Trafford will be buzzing with the new... The, the information about the manager, of course, whilst he may not be in the dugout, which in itself is a question which we'll come on to. But Old Trafford is going to be quite a monster, uh, we can imagine, on Thursday. Yeah, it's always going to be a difficult environment to go in and, and try and get a result. Uh, I think the fact that the the manager's transition hasn't taken place yet works in our favor. Um, I, I, I mean, we see that a lot in over the years. The, the new manager bounce is real, and you see teams perform at a much higher level once that that new figure comes in. So to, to have that be pushed out a game, I think it certainly is a benefit to us more than it is them. Um, Ragnick now sitting, or I'm sorry, uh, Carrick sitting in kind of a lame duck situation. Um, I, I think benefits us. If there's going to be any benefit to it at all, I think it goes in our favor. So, you know, given our previous track record or the last couple of years against them, along with that, I, I think there's reason to be confident, even though it is, like you say, a, a very difficult place to, to, have confidence going in that you're going to come out with points. Um, mm. I think now sets up as good as it could for Arsenal. It could indeed. Uh, just quickly in the chapels, Vinny says it's definitely a must win for them. A draw will be a solid result. Matt says uh, United's issues are systematic and will not be a quick fix. Uh, the Rebels will let you says Panandez hasn't scored in 14 games. Watch him score a dodgy penalty against us. You could just see it happening, can't you? It's written in the stars. Let's welcome Pablo into the stream. How you doing, mate? Are you well? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry I'm late, guys. <laughs> I do right, apologize. You've got to work, I understand. Kent so traffic. Kent traffic. <laughs> Kent traffic, yeah. That's Something Jared will have right. no idea of what it is. But uh, yeah, Kent traffic is uh, annoying uh, at best. Classic M20 in the A2 doing anything. Anyway, um, how are you feeling, Pablo, confidence-wise, ahead of this game on Thursday? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm quite confident. Um, as I was listening actually in the van on the way <laughs> on the way home, and like Jared said, yeah, I mean we've got a good record against them, um, especially since our, obviously Arteta's joined in. Out of the supposedly big six, United are probably the ones we do the better against. Um, I'm intrigued to see more our like sort of progression because it won't be an easy game by any stretch of imagination. It never is against United, but I'm really interested to see progression I think from the start of the season barring the first three games since Arteta's had all his players back we've seen a massive progression like defensively um, the way the team is united the way the fans have united with the players as well all these sort of things are sort of starting to sort of take place now 
in order for us to try and achieve like top four or any sort of European football, I think we need to take that next step. And going to Old Trafford and putting in a good performance would be a really big step towards the right direction, getting us into Europe. Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's go on to our lineups and uh, and talk through the fun that is uh, what you've gone for. Let me throw it up onto the screen. We start with Jared. Jared, do you want to talk us through your selection, mate? Yeah, so I, I went ahead and made a lineup with the assumption that Bakayo Saka is not available, which it sounds like he's not going to be. You know, if he was, obviously I'd have him in there. Mm. Uh, so I went kind of to a fallback that I think Arteta will will probably use in having the veteran players up front in both Aubameyang and Lacazette. You know, he's used them together a number of times, and I think he may do it again on Thursday. Uh, because of that, uh, I went ahead and put in both Odegaard and Smith Rowe. I think we're going to be lacking a little bit of creativity um, with both Aubameyang and Lacazette. So to kind of offset that, I think it makes sense to have both of those guys uh, in there. Uh, as far as the left back position, that's probably the big one that everybody will notice uh, right off. Uh, I went with Tierney. Um, I really don't have any problem with the way Tavares has played. He's been fantastic. He absolutely just ran and ran and ran over the weekend. So on a short week, maybe it'd be a perfect time to give him a, a bit of a break and also bring back Tierney to get more of a veteran uh, presence and someone with a little more experience, a little more big game experience. And it, it's one where I think we need to be a little bit careful with the ball. Uh, that'd be my one critique of Tavares as, as good as he is and as aggressive as he can be. He is a little loose with the ball at times. So tyranny gives me a little more confidence in retaining it and just playing a more composed game, uh, similar style to Odegaard uh, in his position. So I think it's important that we get those guys on the pitch to just help us dictate the game and control the game and do what we want to do. Uh, the rest of the lineup more or less picks itself. The the back, the back line is as solid as it's been in years. I'm happy to say that. I don't have really any question. I would imagine we've all got pretty similar in, in the back with the you know left back maybe being the exception. Uh, midfield, Thomas Party, best midfielder we have, goes without saying he's going to be in there. And Lukanga played a great game on the weekend, so I think he you know, has earned his spot there and, and deserves to start this one. And, and hopefully he puts together another good performance and uh, a much bigger game for us. Yeah, I mean, I asked in the chat box regarding why you were talking about Tini or Tavares, uh, asking who you would uh, go for in the chat. Uh, Social says Nuno, uh, A School says Tavares, Matt Thorne says Kieran Tini, Omar says Tavares keeps his place in me after his performance on Saturday. Uh, Bro Pro says Tavares just uh, for the momentum and the link up between him and Mill Smith Rowe. And I would add Lukonga. His link up between them two is is really, really solid. Lukonga passed two Tavares on 42 occasions against Newcastle, which was far more than any other passing combination on the day. Um, Matt Thornton agrees uh, with your picks there, Jared. Vinny goes with Tierney, however. Fraser also goes with Tierney, saying Nuno can bring the pace if we need in the second half, but we need a very disciplined team at Old Trafford. Now, speaking of choosing between uh, Tierney and Tavares, why choose one when you can have both? Hey, Lewis, do you want to talk us through this? Yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to get a hell of a lot of backlash for this because <laughs> this is just totally... Rib okay, so I want to say that it looks defensive, but actually I want to kind of say the really important attacking point to this. Tierney was critical to our attack last year and Tavares is bringing something really different in terms of that being able to kind of cut inside and venture into midfield. Tierney's last game was for Scotland in that position and he can attack and he can defend. I think with uh, Jaden Sancho coming into the team, which I'm 
confident he's going to be. He's thinking of either one or the other or combination play. If you give him two marauding left backs to kind of go up between and you push the right hand side of that back five along across, that is a lot of chaos going on there. You've got the overlap you, uh, of, of Tierney or the underlap, which he sometimes does. And Tavares is an absolute chaos merchant and a beast with pace and power. So I think that's going to give us something really interesting there. Lukonga and Partey, I've also gone with the back five because Partey's best performance came against Man United at Old Trafford where he could be a bit more marauding. And he was able to do that with the back five behind him. Uh, he's been having more of a disciplined, more safe role. I think he can power through the power, the, the likes of Fred and McTominay. Um, but he does also need that defensive security, so that a little bit more discipline shape behind him, I think, is important. Abamyang and Lacazette, look, the best we actually got out of Abamyang was in this, you know, three four three formation when we won the FA Cup, yeah. and it starts with Laka being at the apex of the attack, and Abamyang drifting word. into the. Say that again. Love that apex, love that great yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Or, the, or, or the or the ten, or the ten, um, and that allows, especially if you think of Tierney and Tavares, you know, hovering that left wing space. If you look at Abamyang in that left wing position, he can drift into those really dangerous areas in and around the eighteen yard box, which allow um, that he can pick up when they're trying to mark Lacazette in the more formal position. Smithrow is so versatile, like. I would actually, if, if if Saka was fit based on his performance, I'd be keeping Saka there. Mm. But I think Smithrow and his dribbling gets in for me there over, say, an Erdegaard, even though we could do with that. Or a Martinelli, um, not tempted. I think Martinelli's a chaos merchant. And I think we're going to need, I think there's a definite possibility that we're going to need to throw him on where we could be losing. I also think mm. the same can be said for Erdegaard, at which point I take out party on 60 minutes because he normally gasses out after that <laughs> if we're yeah. needing a goal. Take out party, keep Lukonga in and allow Erdegaard to get on there. And if we need to take off one of those front three, probably Lacazette, because he also gets gassed after about 60 or 70 minutes. You put Martinelli in the team. And then you maybe revert Aubameyang to the front striker and allow uh, Martinelli over on the right where he was effective and allow Smith-Rowe to come back on his natural left-hand side. Fair enough. You made some good points. Well made. The chat box, I think, is a bit split uh, in regards to this. Robots Relate, you says, I love the lineup, but you know, is United away the best time to try something new? A-School says, no way should we be playing five at the back. Vinny says, big overloads on the left, I imagine, with Aubameyang stepping inside. Bro-Pro says, I like Lewis's lineup, to be fair. Omar says, three at the back. Why step away from the 4-4-2, which has served us so well in recent games? Uh, King says, Lewis is onto something. You know, so you see it, it's split in the it's split in the group in the chat. It'd be interesting to know whether or not uh, you guys who are watching on playback agree with Lewis's experimental team. Pablo, finish off the guests lineups with what is very much a boring, <laughs> just predictable <laughs> eleven. After Lewis, I is, is there any point in me saying anything? <laughs> I say that because it's practically the same as mine. So go, go on, mate. <laughs> No, see, to me, um, obviously, Ramsdale, Gabriel, White, Tomiyasu, them, you just can't touch them. Um, the big debate is obviously between Tini and Nuno. Um, to me, I've gone with Tini because, I mean, I'm a, I think Nuno showed, showed us something against Liverpool. Yeah. Um, he really struggled. 
on that game, I personally think. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think Tinny might be more suited away from home, if that makes any sense, because he's more defensive sound. Um, and Tavares would probably be a lot better at home when we're sort of more in front foot against other teams. I can see Arteta going quite cautious in this game because he wouldn't want to lose. He knows United are the ones that have everything to lose, so they're going to have to come at us. Um, so I can see us just holding back and trying to catch him on the break. Hence why I've also put Martinelli on there because I believe that with his pace and his unpredictable, well, he's unpredictable. You don't know what he's going to do. Sometimes he might have a blinding game. Other times he might not. But his energy, he, he, he tracks back. He's good at attacking. I just think he deserves his chance. He had a little go on um, at the weekend and was absolutely brilliant when he came on. The only thing he can do is the same way what he'd done with Laconga and everybody is back him. Just back him. If he played well last game, get him playing again. If it doesn't work out, we've got plenty of options on the bench, but at least we've shown the kid that, look, you play well, you get in the team. Um, and then the other change I made as well is Lacazette. Um, I think this game is more suited for Lacazette and Aubameyang's form at the moment has been dreadful. Completely, completely dreadful. Love Aubameyang to bits, but we can't keep carrying him. At the moment, we are. I know his work rate is really good, but we need a goal scorer. We need a striker. Someone that's going to, if we get one or two chances, he's going to bury it. Yeah. And I personally think Lacazette is more in a goal scoring form than what um, Aubameyang is. Hmm. No, fair enough. Again, good points well made. Uh, again, the chat box is, is a little bit split. Um, let's go to Vinny who says, it's not boring at all. We dropped to Bamiang and that's a big shout. And Gabby out wide. I'd be delighted this was the lineup on Thursday. The Robots Will Eat You says, Pablo, if you want to hit them on the counter, why Laka? I mean, I can explain it. I think Laka dropping deep and linking up the wide areas is probably how you hit them on the counter with Lacazette up top. Um, so I think that works. Omar says, well done, Pablo. Skip a bench, which is great. However, I am disappointed to see Erdogan in your 11. Bro, pro, we're all of assuming that Saka's not being fit with our lineups is what we've done. If he is fit, I think all of us are starting him, but uh, uh, we're assuming that he is not going to be in the game. Chris Moss, very simple. Pablo, you're brilliant, he says, with that lineup. So I think he might agree with your pick there. Uh, just rounding off the lineup to show you what I would go for. Mine is... is the same as, as Pablo's bar, uh, I put Aubameyang in. I get all of the arguments as to why to put Lacazette in. I wouldn't say that's the wrong decision at all. And if it is Lacazette that starts, I'll be fine with it. The only reasons I keep Aubameyang is, is purely because a goal at Old Trafford for him would boost his confidence to, to no ends and I think would be really beneficial going forwards. Nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, 999 times out of 1,000, he scores that chance that he missed against Newcastle without a doubt. And I would back him to do so. And, and so I just think that we need to be a little bit, you know, keep that faith in him, pushing forwards. Uh, Lacazette's not going to be here for, for too much longer. Aubameyang is going to be here next season. I think we should keep confidence with him. Um, but as I say, if Lacazette is in the team, I'm absolutely fine with that as well. Erdogan, sorry, Omar. He stays in for me. I think we play more creatively when he's there. Um, and if it weren't for a Aubameyang, ironically, he would have another goal on his score sheet as well. So uh, I think he's getting a little bit of a hard rap at the moment. We, of course, will finish the show with predictions. So chat box, please do be getting them in. We're going to start with Jared. Give me a scoreline and scorers, please, mate. So I'm going 2-0 Arsenal. Uh, away at Old Trafford. And for goal scorers, I'm going to take uh, Emil Smith-Rowe and Aubameyang. Fair enough. Lewis? 
I'm going to go 1 1, and goal scorer, I reckon, is going to be Lacazette. Pablo? Uh, Is that the name wrong? I've just realised on the screen. No, no. (laughs) Mura. Oh, I get it. Oh, fair. Respect. Respect. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. um, And Gabriel's going to score both Gabriels. I'm going to go Brazilian. (laughs) Not biased in in any way whatsoever. Um, Let's jump into the chat box and see what you guys are predicting. Uh, Ultima Spello, I've not seen in the chat box before. Welcome to the chat box. Arsenal 2-1. Social says 3-2 to Arsenal. Steve Stone says 1-1. Emil Smith-Rowe to score. Omar says 2-1 to the Arsenal. Let's hope an Arsenal win cheers me up from the cold. I'm assuming none other than a certain Tom transferred to me. I mean, I don't think that's physically possible, Omar. But uh, if you want to blame me, you wouldn't be the first person to do it. Uh, I do live with the missus who likes it on a regular occasion. So uh, I'm used to it. Vinny says 1-0 to the Arsenal. Lacazette to score. Bro-Pro says 1-1 Arsenal if I'm being realistic. Uh, Graham says no Tavares. Surely he starts over Tierney. I think Graham's a little bit behind us in the stream. But Graham, you know, fair enough. Uh, Reggie, I'm with Jared in terms of the prediction. A-Skills says 1-0 to the Arsenal. Chris Moss says 2-1. Emil Smith-Rowe, Ronaldo and Aubameyang to win it in the second half. Nambro says 3-0. Goal scorers to be Ramsdale. Tierney and Lukonga. Navarre says, I think, what, what are you laughing at? What's wrong? What, what have you seen? Have I not have I missed something in the chat box? Nah, what, Ramsdale, 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 Ramsdale scoring the first goal. Oh, did I? Did I completely just skip over that? No, no, that's what you <laughs> put on there. Oh, I think Daniel Robert got a new screen name with that oh, one. Jesus, he's just confusing me, the man. Uh, Nambra, Ramsdale, Tierney and Lukonga. Fair enough. If you want to go with Ramsdale and you it's willing it into existence, clearly. I said it so confidently, like I was like, yeah, it's nothing. Just Ramsdale to score. Uh, no sleep. 2-1 United, unfortunately. The new manager bounce. He's not going to be there, to be fair, and in the dugout. So whether or not that will have effect, we'll have to wait and see. Thabo going for the 4-0 Arsenal. Love that positivity, mate. Steven says 2-1 Arsenal. Ritian. I'm going to go for a, I think I said one, did I say one nil on the Arsenal Lounge the other day? I think I did. One nil and a Bamiang to get that goal. Uh, or, I mean, I would love it. I'd I'd love it if Odegaard scored. I'm going all Kevin Keegan, but I would love it if Odegaard scored. I really would. Could proper rub the salt in the wounds. Uh, it would do. So that would be mine. Sorry, we couldn't go through all your predictions. There's a lot of you throwing them in. Thank you so much. Do leave your comments below uh, the video as well. If you're watching on playback, let us know what you think the score is going to be. But right, take a second to thank my guest chat box. If you could show them some love in the chat box, we'd appreciate that. You could also feature on the channel if you'd like to join up as a member and join our Discord server. Jared, thank you. So so much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, always a pleasure. Appreciate you having me back. Absolutely. You can find Jared on Twitter at JC underscore AFC. You can watch him on the Highbury squads last night and you can catch him plenty of times on the Gooners pod as well. Lewis, always a pleasure. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, at the Ilford Pele um, on Twitter and mainly in the Discord, really. Um, not getting used to this whole Twitter thing, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not for you? Have you the, the Twitter experience think- not going down well? Yeah, I just, uh, I've been trying to, I don't mind watching it for like, because it's the first place you get the team news. So that's good. But, Mm. and the odd, there's a few bits and pieces of decent content, but I'm a bit lazy, to be honest, to actually engage with it, to be fair. So I treat it like my Facebook, let other people contribute to it and then chip in every now and again. 
it is a toxic place. It takes a brave person to be on Twitter, that's for sure. I mean, if it wasn't if it wasn't necessary to my job, I would reconsider, I think. Uh, finally, Pablo, thank you so much. Pablo Mura uh, for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Tell people where they can find you. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Tom. And it's great being on with us with Lewis and Jared again. Um, yeah, you can find me at Pablo Mura 11 <laughs> on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's where you find me. Absolutely. Fantastic stuff, boys. Really appreciate your time. Chatbox, thank you so much for tuning in as always. Absolute legends throwing in and being uh, engaging as always. Do drop a like on the show if you haven't done so already. And uh, you won't be able to join me straight after the game on Thursday because I've got a shift working till midnight on the game and I'm not going to be doing a show at midnight. Not a chance. So uh, I will be doing the reaction to that on Friday morning. But I will be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. of course. And you've actually got one more show this evening because in an hour's time you'll get a tactical breakdown. That's right, a tactical breakdown. First of the January window on Inianis Stoika, the Romanian striker. Got some insight for you guys on there. So make sure that you are turning those notifications on. It will drop at 7 p.m. UK time, so in an hour's time. But do hit that notification bell so you don't miss it. See you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. <laughs> Just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.